Someone who has been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, people. Happy day, happy day, happy day to you. I was thinking earlier today about what a happy day it is today and what a happy day it was when Jesus Christ washed my sins away. So I am saying, oh, happy day. Some of you might remember um, that that's an old song. (laughs) It's an old song. It's an old song, and it goes something like this. I I love it, actually, when my daughter um, started singing and started getting more confident in her singing. This was one of her favorite songs, and she would sing it like this. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. That's the backup, you know. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus washed when Jesus washed, you know, and I just loved it. I just loved it. And to this day, I still, whenever I get a chance, I still say, Nellie, sing for you, mommy. And she hates it now. (laughs) She doesn't like me to put her on the spot, but she does a very good job of singing. And um, I was just thinking about that song today. It was a happy day. It was a happy day. When the Lord washed my sins away, when he saved me, when he um, established a relationship with me as a very, very, very young person. But it was an even happier day. Matter of fact, it was February 14th, 1999, when the Lord restored my relationship to him because I went through a period of time in my life where my faith failed me, where I no longer trusted in the Lord, where I became angry with him, where I was hurt and disappointed about all of the pain and suffering that had happened in my life up to that point. As many of you know, uh, from listening to my story, um, I suffered greatly As a child, um, I came from an abusive home. Um, 
there was alcohol abuse, um, there was mental illness in my home, and those things led to me being physically abused, sexually abused, emotionally abused, um, just abandoned, knowing what it is to be rejected, to feel rejected. I learned all those things at a very early age in my life. And so my faith um, failed um, after my divorce from my first husband. My faith just failed. I, I decided, you know, that life really wasn't worth living. If this was all life had to offer was that kind of pain and that kind of suffering that I didn't want it anymore. But it was a happy day. It was a very happy day. February 14th, 1999, when the Lord restored my relationship to him. Talk about celebrating. A couple of weeks ago, we were celebrating being on the air for four years. Well, talk about celebrating. Talk about celebrating love. What a great Valentine's Day. The best one I had ever had that on Valentine's Day, the Lord restored not only me. I mean, that was just amazing. I mean, it was just beautiful. Not only me. I mean, when I say to you that um, God is real, he restored me that day. And I tell you, everything looked new. When he got through with me, everything looked new that day. I looked at my hands, and they looked new. I could sing a song about that, too, and I tend to do that a lot. You know, when I'm in my own time, things trigger songs in my memory, so forgive me if I go there. <laughs> but there was a song that says, you know, I looked at my hands, and they were brand new. You know, I looked at my feet, and they were brand new. Well, I tell you, my hands looked new. I tell you that the sky looked new. It looked bluer. It looked prettier. The day seemed brighter. I'm talking about not only did he restore me to him that day, but the very same day and at the very same time, he restored my wonderful, handsome friend, companion, the lover of my life, my honey, Christopher Jones. This might be a good time to make sure that, he, that he's there, that he's with me. Hey, honey, can you hear me? Are you, are you with me on the air tonight? Yes, I am. I'm here. I can hear you loud and clear. All right, handsome. Wasn't that a happy day? Very wonderful day. <laughs> you know I could get the singing when Jesus washed and have you playing that guitar when Jesus washed I could just hear you strumming that guitar he washed my sins away <laughs> but it was it was indeed a happy day for me um, Chris says it was a happy day for him glad to have you on the air with us tonight um, anything you want to say about that day in particular? Uh, it was just um, 
being restored was life-changing. And it felt like we had, like I had a new beginning and, and that I knew that after going through so much loneliness and despair that I knew God was still with me because he blessed me with, with a lovely wife and family and gave me a new life. Amen. Amen. You said a key word, loneliness, several key words, and despair. <laughs> that is truly how my life was um, before you, before you came along. And during that period of time when um, I had given up on the Lord, you talk about lonely, you talk about despair. I mean, that was like the darkest, the darkest time in my life, so I, I feel you. I felt that one when you said it. Despair, <laughs> life had no more meaning for me. And then the Lord was so gracious; He was so good to me that He brought not only, not only did He, you know, renew my love and my relationship with Him, but He gave me you. He gave me to you. Woo, I'm getting excited just talking about it. <laughs> it was a powerful, miraculous, loving moment in time. And I've been in love with the Lord and my wonderful, handsome husband ever since then. Ever since then. So, let's see. What are we going to talk about tonight? It's all about love. It's all about love. We're going to talk about love tonight. We're going to talk about how, how we love, why we love. I think I was getting a message there. Um, you got to send it again if you were sending me a message because it didn't come through. Okay? <laughs> All right, Toginette. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk about why we love, how we love, um, uh, the God's love. Do you know what? It's the Lord. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. It's God the Father that makes me love Chris. And that makes Chris love me. It's the Lord that makes our relationship work. Having him in our lives as the head of our lives. Not only does having him in our lives make our relationship work, but it makes our relationship good. It makes it good. It makes it beautiful. Being in love is a beautiful thing. Being in love is intoxicating. Being in love is sustaining. It sustains you when things get tough. In life, when I don't understand the things that I'm facing, the things that I'm going through, I remember God's love for me. 
I remember how he restored me that day back in February 1999. I think on those things and I think on how ugly life was prior to that. And it strengthens me. It renews me. It warms my heart all over again. Brings tears to my eyes. tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. This is me, Diane Jones. I am a minister of the gospel, and I do thank God that I am free. I do thank God that he loves me, and I am inviting you to join with me as we talk about love tonight. 
it's all about love. Life is all about love. We exist because of God's love. So join me as we continue this subject. I am sipping my tea. I am sipping a jasmine blend. I mix some jasmine flavor with some orange and black pico tea and got an interesting blend of my own. So I hope you have your warm beverage. It is quite chilly out here on the East Coast these last few days. So I'm sipping my tea. Please join me. You know what? Um, I find it quite interesting uh, in, in my years, over the years, and in my walk with the Lord, I don't actually run into many people that talk about how much they love the Lord. I hear a lot of people talking about God's love, and I thank God for that. It is, I mean, it's because of Him that we live, move, and we have our being. But you know what? I think that He, I know that He wants us to reciprocate that love. And I don't hear many Christians, I don't hear many believers talking about how much they love the Lord. Do you know uh, he, we can be and should be in love with the Lord. We should love him with all of our hearts, with all of our mind, with all of our soul. Do you know that's Bible? Jesus himself said, if we love him, that we would keep his commandments. Do you know that if you love somebody, if you love the Lord, it's easier to be committed to them. It's easier to submit to them. It's easier to um, go through changes and problems with them because you love them. So like I was saying before the break, when I'm facing things, when I'm going through tough times, I, I, I began to, because I've learned over time that you have to do this. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself because, see, you'll start to focus on all the problems in your life and the negative things. And the next thing you know, you're feeling blue. And the next thing you know, you're feeling like the Lord doesn't love you and you're feeling hopeless. But I have learned over the years, and I think that comes with maturity, that when I do start to feel those, those that way and think that way, I purposely begin to think on the good things that God has done for me, where he has brought me from, what my life would have been like without him, and I fall in love with him all over again. It strengthens me. It strengthens me. After, you know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna tell you a little story. But before I do that, um, I want to say that this, this applies to relationships too. This very thing applies to relationships. You know, I found, and Chris, you might have some input about this. Um, but I find that even when I, you know, get frustrated with my honey, and usually that's that's 
when we're going, when we're under pressure. Normally, you know, when I'm not under pressure, I don't get frustrated with my honey. You know, I just, I really and truly enjoy his company. Um, the, the house feels different when he walks in the door. His presence livens up our home. Um, just hearing his voice um, gives me a sense of peace. And, you know, just smelling him when he's near. Um, I really enjoy all those things about him. But like when we're under pressure, <laughs> when we're facing the pressures of life, you know, any of us, myself included, I tend to be less patient and I can get frustrated easier about things. And I found, though, that even when I get frustrated with my honey, I do the same thing with him or concerning him that I do with the Lord. I begin to reminisce. I begin to reminisce and I begin to think about the good things that he has done for me about the way that he has expressed his love for me over the years. Um, just a few days ago, he was telling me before we went to bed how much he appreciated me and how much he appreciated everything that I did for do for him and our family. And at the time I smiled and I told him, thank you. But when he was gone, when he was at work, you know, when I'm going through the course of my day, those words came back to my spirit and I found myself smiling and appreciating those words all over again. So I use the same technique when it comes to my honey and that refreshes my love for him all over again. I'm going to give you an opportunity, husband, if you are there, to comment. I don't want to just rattle on and on and on. I know we didn't talk about you joining me, but if you have any thoughts, just um, chime in, okay? Okay. All righty. So, why we love, how we love, well, I already told you why we love, <laughs> why 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 Chris and I love each other. Um, I believe that he loves me because of the love that he has for Christ, because of the love that he has for God. And I know that I love him because of the love that I have for God, because God is love. He is love. This is the little story I wanted to share with you. Soon after the Lord restored me, and that in itself, like I said, was just a powerful, wonderful experience. But not too long after that, I was in prayer. One day I was just spending time in prayer, talking to the Lord, like I'm talking to you now. I was talking to the Lord in my own quiet time. And unexpectedly, he began to impress me. You know, you can get, you can receive impressions from the Lord in your spirit. He, he, he will deal with his people, um, people that, you know, belong with him and are in relationship with them. He will deal with you. Um, he does that through his word. He does that through senses, through our senses. Well, he, he began to deal with me and he began to bring songs to my memory. 
I began to think of different songs um, that I was familiar with from my past. You know, I, I am a singer. The Lord has gifted me with the ability to sing. And music has been a very big part of my life. So he began to bring songs to my memory. Um, as some of you are, are, are aware, I'm sure there are many songs, many songs that have been written about love, about being in love, uh, about the pain of love, about the loss of love. So this day, songs started coming to my mind like, um, Loving you is easy cause you're beautiful. Um, one of the songs that I sang to my husband um, at our wedding was Inseparable. That's what you are to me, inseparable. There's some, there's an old, old song that comes back to my mind. I think there was even a movie or a, what do you call it, a sitcom about it. Love is a many splendid thing. <laughs> Can you think of any, any love songs, Chris, um, that come oh, to your mind? I can think of love songs. I'm not going to sing them, but... <laughs> you don't have to sing them. You know, I, do, I warn them that I do that sometimes. So you don't have to sing them. Give me some some love songs that, that you can... Some that stand out to me would be um, I Love You for Sentimental Reasons. That's a Sam Cooke or Nat King Cole. And then mm, I listen mm -hmm. to a lot of love songs anyway. Coming up, unforgettable. Oh yes. Uh, so that's what you are. <laughs> unforgettable, to be huh? The to be loved. Who be is loved. that one by? By the platters. Oh, what a feeling to be loved. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, of course, Jonathan Butler falling in love with Jesus. Oh, that's a good one. Of every kind. Mm hmm So that's, mm -hmm. that's just a... Yeah. Okay, well, those are some good ones. You know, when you, when you think about some of the lyrics to some of these love songs, you know, some of them are so beautiful. And the Lord began to have me remember some of the words to some of these love songs. And he gave me a powerful revelation at that moment. But guess what? I have to wait till after the break to share with you what that revelation was. All right, people, after the break. <laughs> physical and spiritual health tired of aches and pains 
heartburn, taking pills, being out of shape, and having no self-control? Try the 90-Day Challenge by Vaisalis. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at dianesjones.bodybyvi.com. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from authorhouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, I'm back. I'm back. And I was just getting ready to tell you about the revelation that the Lord gave me using um, something that I loved at the time, music, using uh, the, the songs that I was familiar with. And I know that that can just mess up some people's theology. You know, they would say, oh, my goodness, you know, the Lord can't. The Lord did, that ain't the Lord speaking to you through some secular song. You know, um, matter of fact, I was a little confused at the time when I began to uh, sense the Lord's presence and, and that he was impressing me to remember these things because I was raised to believe that all secular songs were sinful. If it wasn't gospel, it was sin. But you know what? The Lord began to ask me questions after I started thinking about the words of some of these songs. Um, the songs were so beautiful that they brought tears to my eyes. And then the Lord began to ask me questions. And he said, where do you think these type of emotions come from? How do you think people 
mankind, human beings, especially knowing that we're all born in sin, how do you think that people have the capacity to write songs this beautiful? How can someone who doesn't know God as their savior, as with someone that we would call a secular artist, how could they write such beautiful, passionate words on their own? I, you know, I thought, wow, that's an interesting question. How could this be? Well, he answered the question for me. He said, because of me. Because of me. He said, I am love. I am love. The Bible tells us God is love. And he really began to open my understanding to realize that without him, there is no love. There would be no love in the world. There would be no love between men and women, husband and wives, um, the love that people have for their pets even. Um, there would just, there would be no love in the world if it wasn't for God. Love comes from God. At that moment, I felt his presence. I felt his affection for me. And I, it was, I began to weep. Tears just began to stream down my face because what I felt at the time was so beautiful and it kind of broke, it broke some of the mindset that, well, the mindset that I had been raised with, you know, and it helped me to understand the Lord began to clarify. He says, yeah, you know, the message in the music is important and, and people use their gifts and their talents either for him because they're inspired by him to do it and he inspires them to create these beautiful lyrics or they yield to his, his opponent, his, the enemy uh, of God and the enemy of, of our faith, and that is Lucifer, Satan, and they do the things that he inspires them to do. So tonight we want to convey to you, I want to convey to you how important God's love is. To, com to convey to you how much God loves you. I know how much he loves me. I mean, not as in I know like completely, but I mean, I've had an experience with him. I feel his love. I have accepted his love, but I, I, I'm, I know that the capacity is more than I can even comprehend. But I just want to convey to you how much God loves you, how much he loves us, how much he loves mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave he gave his only begotten son. That son was Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the Christ, 
Jesus Messiah. Some people call him Yeshua. That begotten son was Jesus Christ. God gave his son that whoever believes on him, whoever believes that he is the son of God, that God gave him to the world, whoever believes that should not perish. Doesn't mean that you won't die physically, but you will not die spiritually and eternally. You will not be eternally separated from God. But should have everlasting life. That's what we want to convey to you tonight. That God is all about love. He's all about love. If it wasn't for him, there would be no you. There would be no me. That day I felt his affection. And since then, I, I still feel his affection and his love for me. When I am struggling, when I am tired because I've given out and I've poured out and I've given out and I've poured out. And sometimes I don't see the results that I would like to see. Sometimes I'm discouraged because I don't see enough people embracing the Lord. I see, like I was saying earlier, and I hear many people talk about the love of God, but I don't see and hear many people talking about how much they love him, how much they cannot live without him, how much they adore him, how much they worship him. And sometimes that weighs on me. Sometimes that weighs on me, but when I feel low, he steps in right on time and reassures me of his love in ways that only he can do. God wants you to know that he has affection for you, that he cares for you. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. When you weep, when you weep, you need to know that he bottles every tear of his children those that belong to him, he bottles every tear. Not one tear, not one drop is wasted. He bottles it. Just picture, imagine, you know, it becoming perfume, like it being collected in a beautiful bottle. Your teardrops. When you hurt, he's concerned about your pain. He is committed to you. When he restored me, he reassured me, not that same day. I mean, that same day was a different experience. And, and I was, and I was just caught up in the spirit and caught up in the presence of the Lord. And I knew his presence like I had known it before. And it had, it had been a while, you know, because I 
because I was walking in rebellion. It had been a while. So when I felt that presence again, it just overwhelmed me and brought me to my knees. But then after that, even he began to reassure me of the love that he had for me. He began to impress in my spirit that he was there all the time. Yes, even even during the, the times when uh, my family was going through the storm, even during the abandonment, even during the sexual abuse, even during the rejection, even through the divorce, even through the time when I rebelled against him, he was there all the time. And that just blessed me. That just blessed me because I, I, I felt it and I knew that things would have been different. Things would have been worse, could have been worse if he had not been there all the time. God cares about you. He even let me know the day that I was getting this revelation, he began to talk to me and let me know that he would not mistreat me, that he would not use me, that he would not abuse me like others had done, like my other lovers had done that he was not that kind of lover. <laughs> Hallelujah. That being the lover of my soul, he would never abuse me. He would never use me like others had done. You think that wasn't precious to me? You think that wasn't special to me? And guess what? He says the same thing to you today. You can trust his love. If you commit it to him, more after the break. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Yes. 
Inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Tugginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Tugginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, here we are at the final hour, at the final segment of the hour. And we are talking about, I am talking about the love of God. I am talking about love because without God, there is no love. I wanted to say something. Okay, wonderful. You got the Um, floor. Just came to me while you were talking and while on a break. One example of God's love, um, even when a parent loses a child, like a, a little child or a baby or a child of any age, um, we always hear the saying that the children are supposed to bury the parents, not the parents bury the child. But when a parent loses a child, especially a, a, a child, a kid, you know, um, God has a way of comforting that child, I mean, comforting that parent to know that that child is with him. Mm. You know, when you when you go through a miscarriage, mm-hmm. or you, or you, um, I lost my little, I lost my little sister at a young age, and and I was um, very distraught at nine years old. Mm-hmm. But my parents, you know, my parents taught me and and that my sister was with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really, that was the only understanding I could get and the only understanding I knew, and it was the understanding that I needed to get through it because, you know, you can go into so much deep depression, mm-hmm. suffering loss, and I just think about how, how God's love um, reached out and embraced my heart during a time when my heart was was sunken. And he gave me, he gave me within my spirit the knowing that he still loved me so much and he loved my sister and that she is not dead. She's, her body may be laid down, but she is secure. Mm-hmm. 
And and that's that's love for us, for him to do that and to give us that comfort. So that's to encourage anybody who may have lost a child, may have gone through a miscarriage or, or had to bury a child that, you know, he loves us so much that he sent his son for us and he will take care of our children because it's not only our child, it's his child too. experiencing that I, I had a, a greater compassion for other women you know who had lost um, who had had miscarriages who had lost their babies um, but thank you for pointing that out um, obviously someone needed to hear that tonight maybe somebody out there is is feeling despair is feeling alone and wondering about God's love you know wondering why God would let something like this happen but um hopefully we'll have time to talk about that before we end tonight um too um because many times people don't have the full understanding of what love is and they think that there is that there shouldn't be or wouldn't be any pain involved with love but that's a that's a misconception as well but um Thank you for saying that. Thank you for sharing that, um, husband of mine. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do remember how how just devastated I was when we got the confirmation that we had lost our baby, and I remember how I was so involved in my own emotions at the time that I wasn't thinking about what you may be feeling in that moment. I mean, it was just a, a matter of minutes when you get that news and you're just kind of like in shock. But even in that few minutes, you know, I wasn't thinking about how you might have been feeling. But when I looked up, because, you know, my head was down at the time. And when I looked up and looked over and saw you crying and saw the tears coming from from your face, it moved my heart. It moved my heart to, you know, to see you hurting. And, and because of my love for you, I was able to open up actually and share that moment with you and embrace you. And it was comforting to me even to know that you were crying. You know, that was comforting to me wasn't used to that kind of affection or, or, or display of, of, of emotion from any men in my life, <laughs> any of the men before you. <laughs> so how we got off on that, um, you know, sometimes it just happens that way, I guess. Someone needs to hear this. Someone needs to, many times when people go through hurt and pain, they, they want to isolate themselves and they want to shut themselves off from their their spouse even and when we get the news you know 
when you get the news that you're pregnant, you know, you know that God has blessed you. And so you begin to love the gift that he's given you, even though you may barely feel it in your body. When, when, when you've gotten the news in the natural mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. have a child coming, automatic, automatically the love for that child bursts. Mm-hmm. It's already birthed before the child is here. So mm. so you become attached to that child. You love that child already. Mm-hmm. You know, the child mm-hmm. was conceived in love and we were we were Christians, we were serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was it was a loss, but God God told us and let us know emphatically that the child is not lost. Amen. The child is with me. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was his love comforting us yes 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 and some people may be listening and thinking well i didn't have that experience i didn't have that natural bond with my um, baby and so we might need to to um clarify that when you're when you're when you're spiritually alive when you've been born again and you have the love of christ in your heart that's the kind of love that you will have before your child is even born. Now, if you've been, uh, if you're spiritually separated from God and walking in sin, and you, you often maybe you won't have that response. Maybe your response will be one more of, um, you know, my goodness, you know, this is this is going to ruin my life. This is going to cause me some you know, to miss out on my hopes and dreams, or you might be fearful and feeling like, how in the world am I supposed to raise this child by myself or even with a husband? You know, how are we going to be able to afford another mouth to feed? Those are all reactions from someone who is not um, in love with God, who is not uh, delivered from their own issues and born again. So... Hey, greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friend. That comes from John 15 and 13. It's a scripture in the Bible. Well, God's love is greater than man's love because he laid down his son's life for all mankind so that no one has to perish. There's an artist by the name of Fred Hammond and he sings a song called, I'm not sure of the name, but, but in the song he's talking about what love, what kind of love is this beyond anything I've ever known? Beyond anything I've ever known. He said it goes beyond. What's that? Your love is the name of it. Ah, your love goes beyond all knowledge. Anything I've ever known. There was another famous artist, a well-known female artist that sang the greatest love of all. You know, and people loved it. I even really loved it at one time. Um, and she said, you know, the, the children were the greatest love of all. Teach them well and let them lead the, the way. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, 
that God, God is the greatest love of all. He is the greatest love of all. And he desires to have fellowship with you. He desires to walk with you, to talk with you. He desires to take control of your life. He loves you so much that he gives you a choice that he doesn't force us. It is because of those choices that people experience pain and suffering in life because individuals have the choice to commit sin, to hurt and harm one another. They have the choice to rebel against God and cause suffering to come into their life. But we are asking you, and God is asking you to choose his love today. Accept his son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. Surrender your life to him. He will lead and guide you and direct your path. Learn about him through his word. Contact us if you need help in this area. Until next time, God is love.